This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Fanboy with Harley Morenstein is a cast box original produced in partnership with Studio 71. CastBox is the fastest-growing, highest-rated podcast app on both iOS and Android, where you can find all your favorite podcasts. You can listen to Fanboy with Harley Morenstein wherever you get your podcasts, but we hope you'll give CastBox a shot. I think it's the best. What's up, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome back to the Fanboy Podcast with Harley Morenstein. If you like how I said welcome back, I fully assume that you've been here to begin with. That was a mistake on my part, actually, uh, but I, I, I already ruined the entire episode. Anyways, today's episode is we're going we're gonna to pivot from video games and step into the movie realm a little bit, um, and who better to have here with me than my main movie man, Chef Atari, a.k.a. Prince Atari, a.k.a. the Arabic Badman. How you doing, brother? Doing well. How about yourself? I'm fine. Thank you for asking. Uh, we're asking ourselves this, how we're doing, even though we've been with each other all day long. Me and our, Amir and I went and played Airsoft today. I don't know if you guys know what that is, but it's paintball. Minus the paintballs and replace them with just plastic. Yeah. Uh, BBs. Um, and Amir hurt his eye today. A little injury occurred on the field, but uh, with the proper technology and physicians and doctors and, <laughs> and, and needles and stitches... We were able to rebuild Amir's face. He is better now than ever. Actually, a chunk of his skin got pinched by the goggles, and, and I was there helping him, and I was, I was looking at the goggles. I thought it was blood. I was trying to wipe it away, but it was wiggling. I was like, oh, this is skin. I told Amir later that it was his skin, and he was like, I lost a piece of my face. <laughs> <laughs> Amir is so cracked right now. It's hilarious. They just put needles in his face and everything, but... Regardless, uh, I have been talking a lot about video games on this show. I've been talking a lot about them, and I wanted to do a pivot and remind people that, you know, it's not just about games. We're going to dive into comics, movies, anime, Futanari. Even though video games are hype, video games are really I love cool. video games. They're really cool. This conversation that we're about to have is going to have some crossover with video games. I was joking about Futanari, by the way. But uh, there is going to be some crossover, because today's episode is... Badass ladies in movies. Oh yeah, There's... and some badass ladies in movies are the same badass people in the game. You know? True, true. There's a lot of badass female characters out there. Amir is actually getting amped up right now. I, I felt him perk up a little bit because Amir loves movies, and and just to give you guys a little uh, more understanding of Amir himself in terms of the movie world, Amir when he first meets people, one one thing that he says to them is. Uh, what is your summer blockbuster report card? Yeah. What exactly does that mean, by the way, when you ask someone that? Well, it's like normally I just meet new people in the summer. Cause just we travel a, a lot in summer. It's just a good time to meet people because you don't want to ask them how their winter was because winter sucks maybe. Or maybe they don't even get winters. But uh, yeah, you know, you <laughs> just got you just got to probe. You just got to probe and uh, feel people out. And sometimes I just like to know if the person I'm around or people I'm talking to like movies and, you know, the summer is when all the best movies come out. 
So like, has it always been like that? Movies have always been the blockbusters are summertime. Yeah, well, because kids are out of school, they're not in school. They can stay out late. True. They can go catch a flick without their parents, and uh, it's the summer, baby. So, like, for example, last summer, I'd just ask and peek around if anybody saw Kong. Good thing they did. Yeah, was that the top of your last summer summer uh, blockbuster report card last summer? Yeah, Kong was a big one for me, but I did uh, I did have a uh, sweet spot for Alien Covenant. Yep, of course. Uh, Alien is, as I've told you guys, is one of Amir's favorite franchises, along with Resident Evil. Um, but what's your summer blockbuster report card this year? What's your number one? What's your A plus? Well, right now, have we completed our summer blockbuster? Yeah, they're all out now. No, no, no. August. I'd say August, end of September. What that's... the hell are we waiting for? Ant-Man and the Wasp? It's out. I know. You saw Avengers. You saw uh, Jurassic World. You saw... We still got Mission Impossible. I'm, I'm excited for that one. I'm excited for that. I'm, by the way, I'm a big fan of Tom Cruise, guys. I know he's weird. I know he jumps on couches, and since then we've looked at him strangely. And I think he's Scientologist. I'm not sure, but Scientologist, that also weirds people out. I'm just like, man, this guy's so good at his craft. Remember that last Mission Impossible trailer they showed for uh, for this one coming out? It was like, they didn't even show the trailer. They were just like, yo. He Tom flies Cruise? a helicopter. Yeah, they're like, Tom Cruise flew this helicopter better than any pilot that we know would ever be able to fly it. And you could die doing that. Yeah, they pushed the helicopter to the limits doing a uh, double corkscrew spin. Something like that's what they said. But see, when I heard that, the way I saw it was just like, yo, please... Please see this movie because Tom Cruise almost died I filming it. Just about to say that. Like he he almost died filming this, and it shot the insurance way up. Please come sure. see this movie. Don't even don't even worry about the trailer. Tom Cruise flies the helicopter in the helicopter scene. There is no special effects. Yeah, no special effects. Uh, that's natural. He just looks forty years younger naturally. I will say not to take away from our subject at hand. I am still really reserving a lot of excitement. For uh, the new Predator movie coming out, even though it's going to round out the end of the summer, coming out September fourteenth. For that, yeah, I'm excited for that too. So, did uh, you call December fourteenth the end of the summer? September fourteenth. <laughs> That's the end of the summer. Did my September sound like December? Oh, you said September. Yeah. September. Did I say September or December? I don't even know what's coming out of my mouth. Did I fuck up or did you fuck up? Maybe together. Now we both did. I like how we fucked up because we're like this episode of the podcast, badass leading ladies, and then we start talking about Tom Cruise. Shit. <laughs> Let's move right into it. Um, I wanted to paint a little picture. Uh, I, I'm always painting pictures. What is this, podcast or a painting channel? Come on, Harley. Anyways, um, I, I wanted to uh, just address the fact that, you know, when Star Wars came out this year or or two years ago and it was like Ray was there, people were like, what's with girls? Stop making girls be so strong. Like, we like our strong boys and we don't want to see strong girls. And there was like some weird pushback about female leads and all that. And, and, and there was a lot of females being like, we want to be represented properly. Um, and I, I got to say that I grew up, the first movie I ever saw in theaters was Terminator 2. Ooh. So Terminator 2 is the first time I was ever in movie theater and I was five years old and it blew me away. So when I walked out of that movie, I never once for the rest of my life ever thought that women weren't strong or heroic or weren't represented in badass ways because... The first movie I ever saw was Sarah Connor. Now, you'd be like, yeah, but that's at the bar so high. What did you see after that? Not too long after that, maybe two years later, or within two years, I saw um, Aliens 3. That was the first Aliens movie I saw. So I got like a bald-headed Ripley 
You know, uh, does she go in the power loader in that one? No, not part three. No, but she's a badass, eh? Does she say get no? She says get away from you, bitch, in the second one. Part right? two, yeah. aliens. Maybe I saw the second one. <laughs> no, I'm pretty sure I saw the third one. It was on like Viewers Choice pay per view. That's how I saw the third one. Yeah, and uh, and I just remember her like diving into fire. Spoiler alert: the movie came out 40 years ago. Um, and I was just like, yo, like, bitches be sick, bruh. Yeah, bitches be sick. And my first encounter with pushback on girls huh, what are you uh what are you what are you gay <laughs> my first pushback was uh i went out with friends to we got to each pick a toy and we were at toys r us back in the day and a friend of mine chose a gorilla alien do you remember these it was yeah alien toys but they had so many i think the other... gorilla one squirted water out of exactly its exactly that's exactly excellent memory so they had all these alien toys and out of all the alien toys, I chose Bald Ripley. And all my friends were like, wow, what do you, what do you, well, it was different back then when, you know, when you're like seven, it's not like, oh, look at this guy's fucking loser. It's like, what are you, a girl? Are you a girl? Because you're playing, you know, who, who, whatever our stupid kids were, were thinking. But I remember being like, what is this wrong? I'm like this, she, you guys, you chose an alien. You chose one alien. She kills the queen alien. What the fuck is wrong with she's you? She's boss. Yeah, she's boss ass shit. So I right away have always believed in strong females. I never thought anything of it. I never was like, I'm going to go see that movie because it has a strong female lead. Like, I wasn't like, I got to see Wonder Woman because I want to see how they're going to represent a female in a superhero space. I was just like, yo, Wonder Woman's dope straight up, boy. So I went to go see it. I never thought about it. I never put much thought into it. So I was just saying that when we put this podcast together, it wasn't like, uh, let's talk about those who were not spoken of. Because this is coming from a guy where it's like, yo, I've been a fan of the ladies since day one. Yep. You know what? I'll uh, still, not a sleeper female lead, but uh, fuck it, man. Let's start with uh, Demi Moore. Demi Moore, G.I. Jane, suck my dick, she drill said, sergeant. She says, right after she completes the challenge in the in the SEAL training, she gets her ass beaten and she's like, they're like trying to get the information. They keep beating her down, beating her down, and he just fucking whacks her. And the lead, the guy beating her up is actually Aragon from uh, Lord of the Rings. Viggo Mortensen. Yeah, just beating the shit out of her, directed by Ridley Scott, and she's there... <laughs> Pissed the blood out. I was like, suck my dick, drill sergeant. I was in the theater the day that movie came out. <laughs> well, you must have been in grade five or six. Man, I was in the theater. Everybody in the theater started cheering. And then you hear the huge orchestra cue. And then everybody else is like, yeah, yeah. I'm like, yeah. This is fucking G.I. Jane, man. <laughs> when, when, did she, when did she become a, an item with Bruce Willis? Oh, yeah. That's like around Charlie's Angels time, maybe. I don't know why, because I was just, I assumed that she was bald when she was Bruce Willis, and he's bald, and I never really saw it. Could you believe Demi Moore actually killed Bruce Willis in Charlie's Angels 2 Full Throttle, like right at the beginning of the movie? She kills him? Yeah, she kills him. And I was just like, oh, that's how they settled the divorce. I, it's so funny, because I would, like, speaking of strong females, like, I guess all the Charlie's Angels, and I didn't even think about that before this. I started this podcast, and that's so funny, because it's like, I would have never remembered that scene. If I saw Charlie's Angels 2, I probably, like, you know, just started dabbling in blazing. My, like, 14-year-old brain is not going to remember Bruce Willis getting killed at the beginning of that movie. And not, even speaking of Charlie's Angels, fuck. That movie was badass. You had, like, three awesome female leads. You got Drew Barrymore, 
Lucy Liu. Lucy Liu. Just quote the Destiny's Child song. That's really And weird. there was a third one, a goofy one. Who was the third one? She was like hot. They were all hot. Was there? There's. I know there's a third one. Oh, Drew Barrymore. Oh, no. Cameron why I, Diaz. Why did I say it was Cameron? Barrymore? It was why, Drew why? Barrymore. Oh, she is. Cameron right. Diaz and Lucy, Lucy Liu. Liu. And that, man, that movie was sick. Like, even part two, that's some really crazy over the top action things. But, like, man, they threw down. They did. Eh? They I'll threw have down. I'll go back and check that one out. I won't, but I should. I won't, though. Um, but Demi Moore is definitely uh, up there. And let's not forget, she had to strip tease to make money to support her family in the movie Strip Tease. So Demi Moore got naked for us. And, you know, did she her. She got naked for us. She did her due diligence. She did it for us. Yeah, she killed it. So not only was she the Navy SEAL and a stripper, she... Is that the same movie? No. I haven't, you know I haven't seen G.I. Jane, I don't think. Really? Yeah, I don't think I ever saw it. You never saw it? No. Damn. That's why I would have remembered sucking my dick, Drill Sergeant. Oh, it's fucking iconic, man. Yeah, it's it on YouTube right now. Watch that scene. It's fucking great. I'll be doing that after this. That's for, I'll be doing that. What I won't be doing is I won't be Charlie's Angel 2, but I will do that. Respect. Give me another. Give me another. Who's a strong female? Well, you did tabble on it. Even though uh, Resident Evil is a video game, yeah, let's I'm not so forget. Happy. It was on my list. Let's not forget uh, Alice, Alice from the Resident Evil movies. She's been in over seven of them. The lead. The lead, fe- the lead, the lead, the lead, the lead, she, and, and she fucking killed it. Survived Raccoon City. I'm not sure if you guys have seen Resident Evil, the first movie, but it starts off and she's a little lost. She doesn't know. She has like uh, amnesia. She doesn't remember anything. And I like movies where someone is like they they need to remember or awaken their skills or abilities. And in this particular movie, she's just like she doesn't remember a damn thing. Until a zombie dog is about to come, like... Right? She fucking kicked the shit out of that zombie yeah, dog. Yeah, she just jump kicks this do- zombie dog and has that, like... I remember everything. It had, like, that guitar, and then... So she said... And then, like, from there, it just, like, kicks off right away. And I always, like... Like I said, I always like when someone starts off, like... I mean, most movies, people start off weak and get strong to an extent in one way or another, or in action movies, get past this obstacle by getting stronger. But what was really cool about Sarah Connor was it was like a whole movie arc. Yeah, The whole she's... first movie, she's a victim. Pure victim. You know? Like, she's the one that hits the button to kill the Terminator. Spoiler alert, it's a 50-year-old movie. Yeah. But it's only when she has dreams of or gets told about Judgment Day that she starts to train between Terminator 1 and Terminator 2. And then we see her in the insane asylum doing push-ups. And you're like, that's Sarah Connor? Well, let's not also forget her mission objective. She had the, the future of the resistance in her belly. And yeah. she had a job yeah. to protect that child. So she had to do everything. Learn weapons, bomb, yeah. in, 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 in evasion. She got locked Get up, off though. the grid, disappear. It's My like, first thought when I saw Sarah Connor, I was like, yo, that's Sarah Connor. But her hair used to be so puffy. Yeah, that was the 80s. Yeah, and now it's like, yo, 1992. We're in the 90s. Long, no, you got to be low-key. ponytail, boy. Low-key. But uh, she, she fucking kills Terminators. She did. Even like, uh, w- w- there was like, boy, she tries to kill Miles Dyson. It's like, yo, she takes shots where everyone else is like, yo, don't take the shot. And she ran out. She went like, everyone's in Mexico. She hops in the car and goes with the, to goes to blast Miles Dyson. Yeah, that was Anyways, a Anyways, Terminator 2 is one movie that it just, it is... 
it's, it's a gift. It's, 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 it's stood up against the test of time. Years later, Terminator 2 could come out now. We'd be like, yo, that's badass. I never knew Channing Tatum was such an excellent <laughs> actor. I don't know who would play Terminator in this day and age. If it started over, I don't know why I said Channing Tatum. But uh, Mila Djokovic, I don't know if I... I, ne- I probably never say her, ra- her never. name right. No, Jovovich maybe? Maybe, but uh, yeah, Alice. Playing Alice, that was really awesome. She survived the hive, she's survived played, Raccoon she's City. She's a stronger female. Defeated Nemesis. She's played a stronger female, though. And then that, yes, she has. She you played Lilu in The Fifth Lilu, Element. Lilu, exactly. Chicken that's, dinner. That's where it was like... Muppy pass. <laughs> that's where they're like... Uh, she was an alien, right? Yeah, supreme she was, being. She was the strongest being in the universe. Perfect. The perfect being. Perfect, perfect, perfect. I remember watching that, and they're like, the most perfect being. And then this, like, like orange-haired girl comes out wrapped in toilet paper, and I was a kid. Whoever was knew, like, eh? Hey, you'd like a fuck? girl with orange hair. Yeah. Well, I knew I would. Yeah, true. Yeah. <laughs> wrapped, wrapped in latex. That's the perfect thing in I don't, the world. I don't know her name, but I'll put these two together. You have Trinity from The Matrix. True. I any, respect any any girl rocking the leather jacket. You know she did that kick Pale in the Matrix, skin. that jumping like the first one, that Mantis kick. Yeah, that's where, where you pop like, the cherry a bullet time. Exactly, everyone did that kick. Even Freddy Krueger ended up doing that kick against Jason. Yeah, in Freddy versus Jason, I remember that he did the slow mo jump up Matrix kick. Uh, who could ever forget? Yeah, many people had that. I bet many. I bet everyone could. Yeah, because that movie was made by New Line Cinema, which is a lower division of Warner Brothers. They had the cameras left over from the Matrix and said, "Yo, we're not." Use them anymore. The technology. We still got the strings. Yeah, yeah. the, te- the technology is ten years old. But uh, if you want Freddie to do do what uh, <laughs> Trinity did, it's doable. Um, on the topic, I don't know her name, but on the topic of leather-clad bad girls, um, if you've ever seen the movie Underworld, I don't remember Kate. Yeah, Kate Beckinsale. What's her name in that movie? Holy shit! Right, she was a she was a vampire. Now she was a vampire, and she wasn't really down with other vampires, though necessarily. And then there's werewolves, and she wasn't down with werewolves for sure because she's bred against them. But there was like some sort of, anyways. At the end of the day, werewolves versus vampires and humans, and and who there, who better to control this shit than the sexiest vampire femme fatale? I've never said femme fatale out loud before in my life. It's a sexy name though. It's got a good ring to it. Like Lilu. No, 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 Luli. Something like uh, Renaissance. It's that's not it though, eh? No, 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 but it's a renaissance name, like it's old school. Oh, okay. Because she's been like around for a while. You know what? It's a great name. And for a great female. And it's an excellent name. And it's one of the, it's one name where I was like, that's the sickest name. Furiosa. Oh, Isn't that a good Mad name? Max. Mad Max. Like, you know what would have been cool? And I know people would have been down with it. Because sometimes people feel like, like female power is shoved down their throat. So they get like, they get pushy against it, you know? But, it, like, I think sometimes, like, uh, misdirection is cool. I think it would have been cool if the movie was, like, Furiosa and you didn't know. And then you got Mad Max in that movie. Because it's, it's all her movie. It's all her. She was. I mean, but they got to sell tickets. And people don't go see the movies these days anymore unless they really know they're going to enjoy it. <clears throat> Blade Runner 2049. Everyone fucked up big time. That was an excellent movie. Should have seen it in theaters. Um, but, like, that movie, it wouldn't have sold as many tickets if it was called Furiosa. But, you know, if that movie happened, Furiosa, and then you find Mad Max in it, that's pretty cool. That was, who, who was that? Charlize Theron? Yep. And <coughs> she played uh, a woman who was trying to free other women 
from, yes. from what's his name? Mortimus, uh, Mortimus Mac? Immortan Joe. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Mortimus Mac. Mortimus Mac. <laughs> Return on the Mac. One second. Um, but she was cool. She was, like, driving and shooting, and, like, Mad Max is just, like, mad, like, mad yeah. muzzled he, the whole movie. He, he had a hard time in that movie, you he know? He did. He did have a hard time. But it was cool. I loved it. That movie was great. Very visionary. Movie. Yeah. The uh, strongest person in that entire movie, though, is absolutely the guy playing the guitar. Oh, man. <laughs> he was so good. Even the big guy. There was that big jack dude. One of the sons. He was huge, and he had, like, a big belt-fed machine gun that had a backpack that fed it. See, but what's good about this talk we're having right now, Amir, is I know two things. One, I'm going to... I'm going to marathon all of the Mission Impossible movies before the Mission Impossible comes out. Good luck. And I just like that trailer. Before they were like, please do no, 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 no. Yeah, exactly. Run my mama. Yeah, it's like, uh, what is it? What is it? Something, it's like, uh, Isn't that uh, System of a Down? No, it's not System of a Down. It's someone else. Oh, really? You can't find the friction. Yeah. He just got Henry Cavill reloading oh, yeah. his arms. What did you say? Yeah, what was it? Reloading his arms. Reloading his arms. He's like, psh, psh. Yeah, pulling his sleeves up. <laughs> Can't find the friction. Uh, <laughs> that's probably not the words. Or Pivoting now, maybe, uh, I don't know what direction we're going in, but we're let's also... Like, yo, I want you to know, no direction. Good. Anymore. Well, let's take it to... Just talk, just talk ladies to me. Ladies. Uh, Natalie Portman. I thought you were going to say Tom Cruise. In uh, Lyon. Starting young, like, yeah. I want to clean. Yeah. Fuck. She, when I saw her, she it's like she wants to clean. I'm freaking eleven years old. I want to clean. That's true. <laughs> I'm like, I want to do it. Like, mom, why does she have the best life? She's shooting people at the roof. She get all these guns. It's like a mirror. It's a movie. And you're like, why? I clean. I clean, mommy. But that was badass. Watching uh, Natalie Portman rise to crush a kill it. I love Natalie Portman, and she's obviously badass in Star Wars. See, Star Wars, people hate on Rey, but Star Wars has been doing, like, the badass girl thing for a long time. Leia. Like, the worst position Leia's ever been in, and it was like, you know, she got her payback. It's not like Luke came and saved her Jedi Master. It's like she choked out Jabba the Hutt for putting her in that bikini. She killed him, you know? Yeah, she did. She got that. Like, uh, uh, Padme, like, coming in, like, uh, you know, with blasters and stuff, riding on the back of that thing with Anakin. Like, she... She shoots at people. You know, they're not useless. So, like, when I saw Ray, I'm like, yeah, it ain't no thing. Even Holdo. Holdo got, like, one of the most glorious experiences in all Star Wars movies ever. It was dope. That was, like, really insane. Hyperspeed um, bullet. I know a lot of people are listening and they're like, oh, I hated that part so much. I liked it. Liked it a lot. I want to tell you guys why it's okay that she did light speed through that. She wasn't flying an X-Wing. She was flying a resistance cruiser. And those are, like gigantic and filled with gigantic like fuel pods and and they could hold like thousands of x-wings and the reason why they don't just do that all the time is because the rebellion never had the resources to just take their ship and smash it through the death star or yeah anything big of deal those ships they never they couldn't do that they couldn't sacrifice those yeah they're not playing ship simulator in star wars that's for sure everything's a big deal if you had to choose one single strongest female ever in any movie who would it be oh oh and while amir thinks right now i just want to tell you guys i want to take this quick moment and thank you all for listening to fanboy with harley mornstein a cast box original produced alongside studio 71 if you could take a moment to rate and review this episode that would really help introducers introduce listeners to uh 
this show and I can keep on making new episodes. And uh, if you do have any ideas or anything of the sort for this show, just tweet at Harley Plays or Instagram at Harley Plays with ideas or anything of the sort. And once again, if you could leave me a rating and a review, that would mean a lot. Um, you know, I could I could go and just immediately boy, uh, be a big fanboy and go with Aliens Ripley. Yeah, why not? I could. And, you like and, to have an exotic answer, right? Sure, I do. I Amir, do. Likes, Amir likes to... Let's, let's, yeah. let's not forget Ripley kicked ass in Aliens and also fucking the only person to tape two guns together in any movie I've ever seen. It's like... Tell everyone what movie it was, what happened. In Aliens. Yeah, what happened? At the end, she's going to go save Newt. She's going to go save this little girl she's never met before in her life. They just met on LV-426 and they just had this bond together. And he's like, mother-daughter connection. And she's going into the hive. And as she's loading up, like... She just tapes a pulse rifle and a flamethrower together, loads it up with as many grenades as she can. And I'm like, who's doing this in movies? Still to, still to this day, no one's ever done that. Not, not even as like a, as a throwback to like, bro, you're taping guns together? It's like, yeah, haven't you seen Aliens? But Duh. See, Amir, Amir used to play, told me this story, and he used to play guns on the street, as many people our age would play guns back in the day you would get cool you get like black guns and they would go like yeah yeah that little flint in it the little orange by the chamber um and amir taped two guns together when he played guns with the kids and all the other nine-year-olds were like what yeah it's a big deal they weren't allowed to watch uh rated r movies like you were no no my parents gave up on me but (laughs) nobody no video games ever taped two guns together no they're not fucking uh what you playing diablo Diablo, they do that? No, not even. You just put a gem and a sword. Oh, but do you get a gun in Diablo? Not even close. (laughs) Maybe a crossbow. That's pretty close. But uh, maybe a crazy, like, female character lead in a movie. A fun one was Ex Machina. Ex Machina. Oh, the robot? Yeah. The girl? She fucked us good. And it was great. She was crazy. She She won. Yeah, she, she got won. out. She won that, and it was excellent, and everyone else got trapped. Yeah. Oof, that sushi knife. Everything. That sushi knife. Everything is just... Guys, if you haven't seen, uh, this is this is Ex Machina, right? Yeah. yeah. Ex Machina, if you haven't seen it, it is incredible movie. I love it. And it's probably like a perfect Netflix movie to sit down and watch. You know, it's like... Don't sleep on it. It's quiet. It's good. It's it's like an excellent... It's like pretty much like one of the best Black Mirror episodes you could see without being an episode of Black Mirror. Even though there's someone in there who's pretty much been in Black Mirror. You get two Star Wars characters in there. You get Hux and Dameron, don't you? Yeah. Oscar Isaac. Um, I... It's so funny. I remember going to see this movie back in the day. Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. Mm-hmm. And I saw it and I was like, that was okay when I left the theater. But I watched it recently, and I gotta say that uh, her name, the, the the main lead, the woman, Michelle Yeoh, I think, something like that. She got that that movie is crazy. Those fight scenes are sick. Still to this day. Yeah, they have like well, there's one scene in particular. They have this one-on-one like uh, fight between the two of them. There's one where she picks up the heavy, heavy, huge, heavy weapon, and it falls backwards when she takes the stance, and it's so heavy she like falls backwards with it. Is anyone there in the trees? No, not in the trees. They're, it's, they're in like a stone courtyard. Okay. But everyone listening at home, Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon is worth revisiting and really taking it in how insane her fighting scenes are. She it's is not dated? Crazy. I know, and I don't remember her name. 
Well, the, the you know, the strings are up, outdated. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. The strings and the trees and the flying are a little outdated. But she they have, like, really crazy choreography and camera angles, and it's really good. I, I read Harry Potter 1 and 2. Mm-hmm. But I saw the first one in theaters, and I just kind of fell off. But uh, the girl. Hermione. Yeah. She's dope. Is that how you say her name? Hermione. Hermione? Hermione. Hermione? Hermione? Ranger. Ranger. Hermione Ranger. I don't know. Ranger. My, my face is a little fucked up from... Uh... Yeah, your, his face is fucked up, so he doesn't know how to speak. What, yeah. What's, what, does she ever become... Does she ever do bad, bad boy things? Does she ever, like, kill a man? She well, ever draw blood? Do they kill people in Harry Potter? Uh, yeah. They do? Pe- people did die eventually in Harry you Potter. blood? Not blood, but somebody got a badass spell put on them and they died immediately. And I was just like... What happened to them? They were like, they died. They got a spell and they were like... Ugh. A big, big main character. Like, he was... Did he suffer? Oh, like, it seemed painful. Like, like how? Wait, wait, wait. Did blood... He got no, a, blood? no, just got a spell on him and he immediately just fucking dead. Oh, that sounds great. Look, <laughs> that's that's right look. now. Put a spell on me where I'm just going to boom. Oh, no, up. it sucked. I, I forget how bad what, it was. What? Just like boom, spell. Someone comes up to me, they're like, Abracadabra. Uh, well, you know, boom, Vol- Voldemort did it. And he was one of the good guys. Like, throughout the whole thing, always helped Harry, always helped him out, and he just fucking got murked. Also, was it Kira Knightley who was in V for Vendetta, or is that Natalie Portman again? She so got. That was Natalie Portman in V for Vendetta. Especially the test he put her through. Yeah. In the cave, she torture. Yeah. Shave her head in that? Yep, she did. It's like the first thing. It's like, first things first, bitch. Shave your head. Prove yourself. And then she fucking uh, did it. She proved herself. I got a name for you. Huh? A bad girl. Sure. You got three guesses to guess who I'm going to say, and I think you could do it. And you people listening at home, you could do it also. Take part in this right now. Three guesses. Who is it? It's a bad girl? It, no, she's a good girl. Well, it depends how you look at it. She's crazy. She's a murderer. I've already said too much. Oh, Kill Bill. Oh, Amir! Wow! <laughs> but it wasn't Black Mamba you're talking no, about. No, but extra points if you remember her name. Not just the bride. Do you remember her name? They beeped it out in Kill Bill 1. Oh, yeah. And Kill Bill 2. But her codename was Black Mamba. And then it was Kiddo. Beatrix Kiddo. Yeah, Beatrice. And I remember like being like... Oh, I'm so curious what her name is going to be. And then they're like, Beatrix Kiddo. And I was like, who the fuck is Beatrix Kiddo? That's just Quentin Tarantino. I figured, I, 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 I read into it. I was like, why would it be like that ages ago? And it was because he didn't want you to care for her as a person, only her mission. Until that moment, then you were allowed to care about her. Mm. So it was like this whole air of mystery. But then again, you know, we can't believe everything you read in Reddit comments. Because if we did, we... Would be sitting here only talking about Futanari right now. But nice one, nice one. She was a real badass motherfucker. They had to even, for the N, for the MPAA, the rating system, make that huge fight scene black and white because if they did it in color, all the blood that would show on the screen would make it rated X. Is that what the Crazy 88? Yeah. I love that scene. Yeah, real. That scene was so sick. I think there's even an unrated director's cut where you can actually watch it in color. You could watch it right now with them holding lightsabers. All of them are holding lightsabers. Even with the boom, boom, boom. Everyone, yeah. Yeah. Wait, so Hermione, did she ever kill anyone? Uh, no. No, she just really fixes Harry Potter's glasses a lot. See, you know, I, I, I <laughs> want to ask this question, but like, like once again, I feel like, I, I tried to set it up being like, oh, I'm not trying to like make any statements by talking about badass girls in movies. I'll talk about like bad boys in movies too, you know, uh. But I was like, let's talk about strong female leads. And I was like, how cool is Tom Cruise? And now my question is, I'm like, yo, how badass are uh, female leads? And I'm like, I want to know, does like Hermione have sex in Harry Potter? No. 
Not that I... Does Harry Potter have sex? They kiss on the cheeks, maybe is the it, lips. Is it insinuated that they... Uh, <laughs> no, no, I don't think they had that relations with each other. Does Harry Potter love another? I think he liked that a cute, uh, another cute girl, yeah. There's a whole other girl there that's not Hermione. No. I think she, yeah, he liked another girl. I should probably check it out. I think her name was Snow? Something. The thing with me is, like, I never, I, I read Harry Potter... I saw I saw Harry Potter the first one, and then I was just like, I don't need this. I want to watch Lord of the Rings because mm. that's so cool and badass. And then like uh, eventually, you know, Game of Thrones comes out, and I'm like, oh, I don't no, like Lord of the Rings. Look. I want to see a, a movie or a story where a brother fucks his sister. Yeah. And then now I'm like, I went back. I watched Lord of the Rings. I was like, Look, this Lord of the Rings is cool, man. I feel like I should go check out Harry Potter. I got like six movies, but that's like what, like 15 hours. It's 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 an intense it's an intense uh, ride. Yeah, maybe we'll see. We'll see. It we'll really see. picks up. Like I know now, if you watch the first and second one, the special effects are a bit dated, and it's part three where you can actually jump in. It's not that bad. That's when the special That's effects. That's where like Harry Potter starts money, having a bit more BDE. Money and he's like a little uh, big dick energy. Older, yeah. Big dick more, energy. More 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 posture. Um, another uh, another um, strong girl. Uh, literally a girl, hit girl. Yeah, so cool, Chloe right? Grace Mortz. Yeah, and and Nicolas Cage was so cool in the first one. What too. a great dad! He was such an excellent. His role is like really underrated a bit. I feel like he should get more love. It's one of Nick Cage's coolest roles. Big now. Daddy, Big Daddy. Yeah, and Hit Girl. She was great. She was so cool, and she was so like, I don't know. She, she was killed so, people. She did. She it killed was a freaking people. kid who killed people and swore. And, and we Hermione loved never it. Never did any of that. Hermione dropped the ball there. Oh. Big fuck up by comics, comics, novels. Talk Katniss Everdeen to me. What do you think about Katniss? Oh, Hunger Games. Hunger Games. <sighs> what a fucking. That that is, I guess, the a, a selfless person. That's what I was thinking. You're thinking how she went in for her yeah, son. yeah, for that, her sister. That like, was the coolest. That was like out of every. I will be tribute. Yeah, it's like, bitch, you're on the plane. You're fighting. Yeah, you can't say bitch in the Strong Female Lead podcast episode. I meant not to. Yeah, me too. Have I said it yet? No. Uh, yo, but you know what? Channing Tatum's a bitch too, so hi. Now we're all clear. Um, she, uh, when she volunteered as tribute, I was like, yo, sick movie, bro. And I didn't really know the whole deal of other books and everything like that. So when I left the movie, a friend of mine, he was like, oh yeah, I read all the books. I'm like, the books? I'm like, how... What happens? He's like, oh, they go back. I'm like, they go back. He's like, yeah, they have like a, like kind of like what they do on The Bachelor, where all the winners of The Bachelor go on like a special winners episode of The Bachelor. They did that with The Hunger Games. And then I just started asking questions, and I actually asked all the questions that resulted in full spoilers. Yeah. That I never had to watch the other movies. So I never saw Mockingjay 1 and 2 or wherever. I saw the first one. That's part it. 2 was really good, though. Was it? Yeah, I like Part 2. That's yeah. when they joined the IMAX game. Oh, that's why you liked it. Amir is the type of guy that like loves a good IMAX. Like he loves a good IMAX. Like I, I'll go see movies, and Amir will be like, uh, "Did you see it in IMAX?" Well, then he didn't really see it. Did you hear it in IMAX? Well, then he didn't really hear it. Um, I gotta say, uh, Marvel Universe. Obviously, Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman was excellent, but Marvel Universe. We got a lot of strong females. Yeah, there. littered with it. 
Like, but that's because, like, you know, Marvel was ahead of the game way back in the day. Like, Stanley uh, and, and and company wrote some serious, strong women. Uh, Scarlet Witch is one of the strongest people in the Marvel universe. Gamora's awesome. Yeah. In the Marvel Cinematic Universe, Scarlet Witch maybe isn't as strong as she is in the comics. Because in the comics, she could literally wish everyone away to the same extent that Thanos does with the gauntlet. Yeah, she's a, she's a big deal. Yeah, she's a powerhouse. And uh, so we have strong female leads in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, but someone pointed uh, something out. Uh, this guy, uh, I'm sure he wasn't the only person that pointed out, but this guy, Nakey Jakey, I make you watch his gaming videos sometimes. Mm-hmm. He pointed out that the Marvel Universe, Cinematic Universe, there's no moms. You ever thought about that? Think of one mom. There's no moms. There's no moms. Like a mom superhero? No, like a mother. Just a mother. Think of a mother. Think of a mom that had a kid or someone who's given birth. Are they there? Where are they? I can't think of any. Can't think of one. Where? When is someone like my, even like Peter Quill, it's his dad. Well, what about, what about uh, Tony Stark? His mother died in the Iron Man movies. Do you even know who played her or what? She's in a car crash, right? Well, but Tony Stark's dad is in like multiple movies. He's got lots of lines. His mom is there, yeah, because everyone is born from a mom, so we know there is a mom. But she doesn't have a line. And I'm not here being like, we need more mother representation. I'm just being like, isn't that interesting? Mm-hmm. All this time, no mom. Like, the closest thing we get to a mom is Aunt Thanos. And May to Peter Parker. Yeah, she's not even a mom. Though. No, she's guardian. It's an aunt. Yeah, guardian aunt. It's like it's like, isn't that weird though? I don't know. I it kind of blew my mind a little bit. I sat there. I thought I was like, whoa, all these daddies and no mummies. True. Boy, what's going on in the MCU? I guess they just make them all weak. Every character would just be like, I have to go save my mom. It's well, that's it. That's it. You know, mom's mom is a, an excellent weakness for a lot of people. You know, I always said like, you know. uh, Sometimes when you're approaching an enemy in the game, you know, in real life, someone's gunning for you. You always got to think like Doc Ock, you know, if, if they're better than you, smarter than you, stronger than you, faster than you, you don't go after Spider-Man. You go after Peter Parker. And that means you go after the people close to them, you know? Yeah. I'm just, I don't know why I'm giving everyone, like, I don't know how this spun into like, you know, like, uh, like into, <clears throat> into into like some sort of weird hitman lesson. <laughs> yeah, like, don't go don't, after their family. Don't go kill my mom, please. <laughs> I'm like, go after their family. I don't know where it got from there, but uh, I mean, uh, Lara Croft was in movies. Yeah. Strong female. Angelina Jolie in general is just always usually real badass heroine in her films. Oh, yeah. Did she ever take heroin in a movie? I thought you were about yeah, to talk yeah. about that movie. Yeah, G- yeah. Yeah. Gia. Gia. Yeah. Gia. I when you were like heroin, I'm like, oh, yeah. And I was like, oh, heroin. Oh, is there a difference? Gia and Jiggly? No. Heroin and heroin? No, I think they're the same. Yeah. Yeah. I think one just has an E at the end of it. Yeah. One doesn't. Don't they both? Mm. I don't care. I didn't do well in English class. That's two, two podcasts in a row where I flub up words. Uh, also, in the news, in the, in the animated world, Cruella DeVille. She Whoa. had a notorious. She wanted to capture not just one dog, she wanted all 101 dogs. That was the most sickening thing about Cruella DeVille. What? The? That's how you knew she was so cruel. Oh, man. Uh, and that is because she was like, 
a hundred. Probably only and one. And yeah, the one. What for the one? She's like the hood on the coat. <laughs> like, like that one dog is the hood. Probably the only Disney female character who huffed rigs, I know, like yeah. <laughs> hardcore, and drove like a maniac. Yeah, like, yeah. Well, I, you know what's funny about her is that like, <laughs> and I, she looked I, crazy. I imagine she sees her like her her custom tailor, and she's like, "Yo, I want the sickest fur coat." Yeah, and he's like, "What kind?" He's like, she's like, "I want it to be so menacing." He's like, "I don't know." Uh, dog fur and she's like that's so fucked up I want it yeah he's like okay so we'll do like a 10 dog fur coat make it like a little like a little denim style like you know bomber style and she's like no I want this to hit the ground and trail behind me he's like what the hell he's like that'll be like a hundred dogs and she's like I want to have a sick collar He's like, 101 dogs yeah so this keeps adding up he's like well just in luck these people had 101 thinking about now it's almost like a winter camouflage it is it's very alpine camo eh i I want one now also uh know who doesn't score points for being a strong female lead and y'all might just disagree with me kevin McAllister's mom who the hell is gonna go on a family vacation with all these other kids and forget about her own kid i don't care if you even put him in the base in the attic or grounded him you left your son at home, even though he had the sickest time. But there was like 50 people there. Imagine you left your son in the back seat with You're, no one in the you car. You go on these crazy trips to Florida back in the day, your whole family in convoys. You never got left behind. I saw, I did see a post online where they were like, yo, what's Kevin's dad even do that this is his house and this is all the whole family going to Europe, all of them? Like that's like, a, that trip is like, Four hundred and fifty thousand dollars. Yeah, back then. <laughs> yeah, like exactly. It's a mill. It's a clean million dollars. Like Kevin McAllister's dad travels like Floyd Mayweather. Like fifty people rolling with him. So I just first like class. The, I just like the dab on that. Like I feel like that's just one one person. Just really, like you went back. You drove in a van with John Candy. You went back and saved Kevin, but you forgot about him in the first place. So that's almost just as bad as leaving the oven on. Well, leaving your kid home and the oven on is extra terrible because now you're burnt your son. Actually, you know what? If, if he could beat those two criminals, I'm sure he would be able to turn the oven off. Never mind. Cancel that. Excellent. I got to give a mad, mad shout out to Rob Fee. He had one of the best tweets. I'm pretty sure it was Rob Fee where he had said that uh, uh, Anne Frank's situation would have been really different if she had a, co- uh, if she had a copy of Home Alone. Because, like, she was trapped in a house the whole time mm. with, like, Nazis in there. So if, like, she had set up, like, you know, the marbles on the stairs and paint stuff cans, like that. Yeah, the, the paint cans. Um, full disclosure, I'm Jewish, by the way. Uh, and I fully, and I don't want to get, I don't want to get too into the topic. But, uh, yeah, I'm allowed to be a little insensitive sometimes for the sake of humor. And plus, I was quoting Rob Fee. Yo, guys, you see what the world has done to me? I'm trying to just talk about girls in movies and... And make funny Home Alone jokes on every single... Even Amir saying bitch. I'm like, bro, watch that your That was mouth. an accident. I apologize. <laughs> you got us scared out here, boy. Yeah. We got us scared out here. That's how it should be, though. Everyone should be scared. This is real life, all right? Hashtag not me. Yep. That, that's... Uh... <laughs> I, uh... <laughs> Whoops. How do you feel about Ray? Star Wars. Star Wars is cool. Well, how do you feel about Ray? 
I know. I honestly had no problem with the introduction of that character, and I still don't mind where her story arc is going. She is the last Jedi. No spoiler or spoiler, or I apologize for for saying whatever. But that's a big, that's a big weight to have, carry on your shoulders. You're the last Jedi. Yeah. And she may or may not have parents. Yeah. That sucks. I would love. I would love. To see her have a love interest. Mm. Like, I'm not saying it needs to be Kylo. I'm just saying, like, you know, I, I, I've said this before. I said this in the last one. There's not enough, like, love as motivation in Star Wars beyond Anakin. And even if it's, like, you know, love or lust or whatever, there's not enough of that. I love the way it plays out in Game of Thrones. And I just felt like Star Wars could use some of that as well. Some of that love. You know, the love or lust or whatever. Like, I don't know, maybe Star Wars would have been really exciting if Luke and Leia Shook Jamie hands. and Cersei. Okay. Think about the Jedi that would have popped out of that. You think we'd have a Joffrey Skywalker? Hell no. Well, actually, it would be like Joffrey. He'd be the most evil kid ever, I bet. If that's how the circle works. Seems how that's how the circle's been working this entire time on Star Wars. Am I missing any other strong female leads? Am I missing any other strong female badasses? Oh, we can dabble. You know, Selma Hayek's done a pretty crazy career too. She was in uh, the movie Savages and she was a queen drug cartel. Oh yeah, she's in Savages. She was freaking evil. Like, she didn't give a shit. Oh, and and the little boy boy from uh, Kick-Ass is in that too. Yep, yep. Aaron Taylor Johnson. That's his name. Yeah. He's all grown up. Yeah. And uh, I mean, like, it's so funny because, like, once again, I've never really felt like there was a lack of females. But, you know, when you step back and look at it, you're like, oh, shit, there is. Sometimes it takes someone else to point it out. Yeah. You know, for even the moms. The moms in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Like, just playing no role at all. Let's not forget, two summers ago, Blake Lively, who's married to Ryan Reynolds, fucking killed a big-ass goddamn shark on the freaking... uh, on, on, on the rock. Oh my God! Actually, I love that movie. On the rock. The fact I loved again? what it's called. The shore. It was called yeah, the shallows. The shallows. But that's but but it. Um, but let me know had the best name for it. Oh. Let me know has this uh, a friend of mine has this knack of simplifying things to such a terrible extreme that you know exactly who he's talking about, but like it's just like. You know exactly who he's talking about, but he's he's using the wrong name or the wrong reference, you know? Like, if you have a dude who's, like, strong and happens to be wearing aviators, he'll look at them and be like, oh, muscles, glasses. Like, and he'll call that person something like that. He called that movie Bitch on a Rock. <laughs> I didn't say it. I didn't say it, but... This, this girl, she's stranded on a rock and she fights off a shark, whatever, and I, I said, let me know, came to work. I was like, yo, was you? I went to go see a movie with Amir. I was like, what movie did you see? He's like, Bitch on a Rock? And I knew exactly <laughs> what movie he was talking about. But, uh, yeah, that was terrible. There's, there's plenty more. We can even talk about Aren't that. we getting a Linda Hamilton redux? We're getting her back in the role Terminator again? 6? Terminator 6? Terminator 6-ish. Terminator 6-ish and a half? I, w- I would love if... 0.25 millimeters? I, w- I would love if they came out with an ish. Like Terminator 6-ish. <laughs> Especially with the whole time frame and everything. Yeah. The time travel that they have there. That's so funny. Terminator 6-ish. Eh, almost Judgment Day. Uh, Michelle Rodriguez has always Everything. kicked major Lost. ass. 
Fast and the Furious. Resident Evil. Resident Evil. Even as a zombie, she was a fucking badass. Oh, yeah, she was. zombie. Uh, Even from her first one, I think it was called Girl Fight. That was like her break... Breakout role where she was a female boxer. Girl fight. Girl fight, yeah. And she was just like a struggling youth growing up and she went to take boxing and got into it and fucking beat the shit out of other girls. Well, I always thought Michelle Rodriguez is so exceptionally angry that like she would always use her rage in some badass manner or not. And that happened on Lost, happened on... Fast and the Furious, and you know, uh, what else? She's been in so- Avatar. Yeah, she, she oh, Avatar, herself. she's great in yeah, Avatar. She went up against Crow. Oh, Quaritch. and also, who is that in Avatar? Uh, that's Zoe Salanda. Yeah, Zoe Saldana, yeah. yeah. She's, uh, <laughs> Salanda. Oh, I said it wrong? I don't know, man. It doesn't matter. We're having a good time here, ladies and gentlemen. Um, I'm sure we missed a lot of strong, badass females. We must have. I mean, we just kind of sat. Q is hype. Yeah, she's she was in Mission Impossible movies. She was cool. I think she was also in uh, Losers. Oh no, maybe that was Zoe Solana or Sandy Newton. Sandy Newton's also a badass. She Regardless, that. ladies and gentlemen, you could hit up myself at Harley Plays or hit up at Chef Atari. Let us know any of the badass females that we have missed out on or something of the sort, anything like that. And like I said, let me know if you have any excellent podcast suggestions for the Fanboy Podcast with me. Harley Mornstein, and I want to thank you all for listening. And once again, this is Fanboy, a CastBox original produced alongside Studio 71. And please leave me a rating or review. It does go a long way. And uh, I want to thank you guys for listening so much, and take care. And let's not just forget, uh, I'll just throw these off real quick, machine gun style. We got uh, Lieutenant Ursula, Star Trek. Am I saying it right now? O'Hara. O'Hara, yeah. Yeah, Star Trek. Uh, Agent Scully. X-Files. Yeah. Bro, you're, you're doing right. X-Files. That's pretty that's a badass. Movie. That's a movie too. That's a big deal. Yeah, Machine uh, Gun, Machine Gun Leg. Ooh, yes. Machine Gun Leg. Fucking Planet Terror. Yeah, Planet Terror. That machine was, gun who was that chick? That was Jawbreaker. Yes. That's oh. uh, Marilyn Manson's uh, Fuck. Rose McGowan. There you go. Yeah. She's uh, excellent. All the chicks in pretty much every Quentin Tarantino movie is pretty yeah, awesome. Yeah. Uh, Death, death proof. proof. Yeah, death proof. Death proof. And uh, let's not forget Michelle Pfeiffer. She uh, taught dangerous minds in a uh, very dangerous school. That's, yeah, that's well, a big a deal. Class. It was a dangerous and class. That song was hype. You put yeah. trailer to dangerous minds on with Coolio's dangerous minds playing in the background, and you walk through the valley of the shadow of death. Take a look at your life, and what? You realize the mess. No, there's none left. Did oh. you say the meth? The mess. Oh. I thought you said you take a look at your life and realize there's nothing left. Well, we in, in, is that el- what it is? In elementary school, kind you of made a, a joke. It's like, and then you smoke meth. It's like uh, smoking like, meth in elementary school is a joke. No. Yeah. yeah. We made a joke. It's like I took a poop in the toilet bowl and I realized the mess. That's what we, yeah, what we, school was this? That was uh, Saint Monica's. Okay, I'm never sending my kids there. Yeah, that's an NDG. Don't do it. All right. Thank you so much, ladies and gentlemen. This is the Fanboy Podcast. Thank you, Amir Atari, for coming on, baby. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me. I'm sure you'll be back again soon. I hope so. I doubt it.